I think if human beings had genuine courage, they'd wear their costumes every day of the year. Not just on Halloween. Wouldn't life be more interesting that way? And now that I think about it, why the heck don't they? Who made the rule that everybody has to dress up like sheep 364 days of the year? Think of all the people you'd meet if you were in costume every day. People would be so much easier to talk to. Like talking to dogs. Hello and episode. welcome to episode 452 of Under the Cull of MS. Hopefully the final previews episode for this month. Unless we don't make it to the end, we'll see what happens. That was a quote by Douglas Copeland. And next up we got from Funko, they have a pop moment, E.T. 40th anniversary, Elliot and E.T. flying glow vinyl figure. They have a pop movies, Black Adam, Adam Smasher vinyl figure. They have a Black Adam with cape figure. Uh, Black Adam with power vinyl figure. He's got like blue lightning shooting out of his hands or something. They have the Black Adam Cyclone figure. They have Chucky from Child's Play and Tiffany from Child's Play. Funko Pop figures. They have a Carrie Telekinesis all bloodied up figure. An E.T. 40th Anniversary E.T. in Disguise vinyl figure. An E.T. in Flannel figure. An E.T. Naked with Flowers figure. <laughs> An E.T. 40th Anniversary Elliot vinyl figure and an E.T. in Bike Basket vinyl figure. Uh, a Gertie figure from the E.T. movie. Uh, Pop Movies Leprechaun, Leprechaun vinyl figure from Funko. A Nosferatu 100th N.W.C.H. vinyl figure. They have a Silence of the Lambs Hannibal vinyl figure, uh, Trick or Treat Sam figure, uh, NBA Bucks Giannis figure, uh, Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ben Kenobi on Eopi vinyl bobblehead. They have a Homer in the Hedges vinyl figure, uh, Spider-Man J. Johan. J. Jonah Jameson vinyl figure. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ben Kenobi vinyl bobblehead. A Darth Vader bobblehead. A Reva, the third sister vinyl bobblehead. Uh, they have a Pop TV Simpsons Homerzilla vinyl figure. A Marge skeleton figure. A Lisa as a snail figure. And the twin Bart from the attic figure. And Maggie as a witch. I loved all the Simpsons Halloween pop figures. Uh, Every year they come out with a different group. Or every so many years. There's Zorro anniversary vinyl figure. And then we have Postmasters number one by Source Point Press. 
In a post-pandemic America, one of the only things still remotely functioning is the mail. But with mass casualties to their ranks, the Postal Service has been forced to adopt, adapt to a consistently more aggressive set of rules, with less and less carriers to service them. One of the last remaining postmasters, 32, sets out to deliver a one-of-a-kind letter that mysteriously appears, appeared at the Western States Distribution Center. Rugged terrain, highway robbers, and the wicked all stand between 32 and his destination. But he knows the motto. Neither rain nor sleet nor dark of night will stay the swift and timely completion of his assigned route. It's like this one I might have to get, read, and if it's decent, give it to our postal worker that has tons of attitude lately and keeps getting pissy with me for, I guess, because he doesn't like his job and it's my fault, I guess, that he gets packages he has to pick up and put in boxes once in a while. I don't know. Prospects number one by Band of Bards. The town of Ridgeville has been stuck in the middle of a 150-year-old battle between two mad scientists and former colleagues, Edwin Grabowski and Victor Farsimov. Both scientists claim to have figured out the secret of immortality and created armies of zombies and cyborgs using their respective methods. Anyone who shows any bit of potential, be it brains, brawn, or anything in between, will be captured by one of the scientists by the time they are 25 years old. This brings us on to 30-year-old Colin Bates, who isn't one of the prospects. He has been selected by no one, not by the scientist, girls, or even friends. He spends most of his days watching TV in his basement trying to avoid doing odd jobs for his grandma and her posse. Yet everything changes when a notorious terrorist internet or intent on destroying both scientists appears in Colin's basement begging him to take over his legacy. Nah. Next we got Prunella and Cursed Skull Ring graphic novel by first second after I take a drink of water. From Time Museum creator Matt Lowe comes a sweet and gently macabre graphic novel for young readers. There are whispers around the village that monsters are lurking outside the grass gates. Prunella doesn't pay this pay this talk much mind until she unearths a strange skull-shaped ring in her garden. When she places it on her finger, she's transformed into a skeleton girl. Terrifying her monster-fearing town, exiled Prunella wanders the wilderness where she discovers that monsters aren't as bad as she's been led to believe. 
with her new friends, undead pirate captain Rip Skeleton and Francis, a floating fiery skull at her side. Prunella is sure to find a way to reverse this curse. But does she really want to? And if you're around a judgmental town of idiots, don't want to be like them, uh, be like somebody else. They have PS Art Book Classics Horror Comics. Volume 2 coming out. They have the Pre-Code Classics Spook coming out. Yes. Pulp Bites, number one by Scout Comics. Two Twisted Tales of Technological Terror. The first, Junebug Bites Back, is the story of an overbearing pageant mom who gets her just desserts after purchasing supplements from the dark web. In Terms and Conditions, Jack and Lacey's Day of Distraction turns to a nightmare when they ignore the fine print. Yeah, it didn't really grab me good enough to pull me in, but I thought I would want to read it. But I need more info. We have Punchline, the Gotham Game by DC Comics. Punchline is out of jail and back on the streets of Gotham City. She's not coming back for some of what Gotham has to offer. She's coming back for all of it. She wants to be the queen of crime, and with the help of her royal flush gang, no one will stand in her way, but Punchline created a lot of angry enemies in Gotham before she was incarcerated, and they all want payback. I don't know, I Punchline kind of tried to take over Harley's spot, and I didn't really like that, so... As far as I'm concerned, I don't care for that character at the moment. But I'm sure I'd enjoy it if I read it. And I just couldn't get into it because of that part of it. Punisher's new run's been enjoyable. And now we got our second one shot. We got Punisher War Journal Brother Number One. Brother. One shot by Marvel Comics. Old friends die hard. Lady Bullseye failed. Lord Deathstrike failed. Every assassin sent to kill Frank fails. The leaders of the underworld, crime bosses, heads of terrorist organizations, and even a corrupt government or two come together to solve the growing problem of Frank Castle. Sharing intel, resources, and money, a collective underworld puts out a contract to kill Frank. Eligible for anyone, assassin, mercenaries, or small-town crooks, the news ripples through the shadows of the world. $500 million to the person who takes down the Punisher? But there's one face from his past who's in this hunt for more than money. Like when I seen this, I'm like, yeah, 500 million to take out the Punisher. 
I mean, that's not even. That's less than a price of some of the weapons that these people buy. <laughs> and like, I think the Punisher is worth at least five to ten billion. And come on, let's be realistic, people. All right. Rangers of the Divide 2, Into the Depths, number one, by Dark Horse Comics. The truth is slowly revealed about Commander Arik Knight, but the damage is done. Struggling with the loss of their teammate and the perceived betrayal from their commander, the cadets must navigate the dark realities of being a ranger. With the revelation of Arik's past, the mission has taken on a new purpose, but could there truly be life after death? The world and overall story of the Rangers of the Divide have me totally hooked, but the visual style designs and clear normal potential have me quite excited for what is to come in this new series. But why, though? Exactly, but why? Tell us. Tell us why we would want to read this. Looks like people with interesting creatures that they have for pets or riding on. There's a ravening lingerie, 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 bag set of five comics by Boundless Comics. And we got a rest in peace Halloween special one shot. How are we doing here? Doing all right. This is by Black Caravan. Have you ever been overwhelmed by house guests who won't let you rest in peace? Ghoul has. After a long Halloween night, his monster friends start knocking on his door. He reluctantly allows Dracula in. Then the werewolf. Next, the mummy. Followed by Frankenstein monster. Stein's monster. Finally, when Blob tries to, tries to ooze his way through the door... Ghoul loses his cool and kicks them all out into the darkness. But was his decision too hasty? Only when his conscience, in the form of the Invisible Man, makes him realize that his friends simply wanted to spend more time together, does he see the error of his ways. Aww. Nash Bashel. There's a Rest in Pieces Great Cthulhu expansion to go with the Rest in Pieces core game by Imaging Games. And they have a Rick Fury expansion. Then we got Return of the Chilling Adventures and Sorcery One-Shot by Archie Comics. Madam Satan Escaped Hell a Fugitive and hated woman by Satan and his thralls. She's now principal of Baxter High, and hell has come to Earth. With each classroom acting as a portal to the different circles in hell, Madam Satan must recruit similar tortured souls if she has any chance of survival, all leading up to a Madam Satan and her army versus Satan, and his in this highly anticipated follow-up to last year's hit, Chilling Adventures in Sorcery, 
which has just been way too long since the last one. I mean, it was so much better a book than I expected it to be last year. And I was, they kind of teased us with some follow-up stuff. So I thought we were going to get more. And then we had to wait a year till we got something. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to checking out more of it. See where we go with it. And I would hope the Sorceress could come out more than once a year. We have Revolvers, number one, by Image, Top Cow. Hampton Wales, a Detroit homicide detective, finds himself trapped in a mysterious and violent reality, only to find himself dead while attempting to solve a seemingly average and routine homicide. Confronted by an immortal tormentor known as Lapitan, the Python, Hampton begins a dark and twisted quest to find out why and how he died. To do so, he must face off against a legion of gun-toting deceased revolvers within the moratorium, a hellish version of purgatory, Hampton will need to kill or be killed to have enough time to unravel his demise and discover it was his own hand. It was by his own hand. Someone else or something more minister. Something more sinister. <laughs> minister, why? Why is my eyes seeing words completely jumbled up than they are? I hate that. Uh, Rick and Morty's hitting number 100 with their comics by Oni Press. If you're into those, then I have not read them. So, Next up, we got Riddler Year One by DC Black Label. As depicted in Matt Reeves' hit movie The Batman, the Riddler wasn't simply an amusing eccentric with an affinity for wordplay and baffling clues but as terrifying a villain as any in the annals of the Dark Knight. Here you can see Edward Nashton evolve into the menace known as the Riddler. How did an unknown forensic accountant uncover the dark secrets of Gotham's underworld and come so close to bringing down the entire city? The six-issue miniseries is an immediate prequel to The Batman. Alright. Sorry, I had to take another drink there. We have Roach Mill number one by It's Alive. It's Alive presents the return of this fondly regarded series from the 1980s by Rich Hedden and Tom McQueenie about a mutated exterminator in 30th century New York. Need an exterminator to handle those rats? Pesky roaches ruining your sleep? Maybe grandma's getting on your nerves? Call Roach Mill Pest Control and we'll get the job done. The year is 2998 and the pest control industry has changed. To celebrate this momentous occasion, we have a brand new standard cover by Tom McQueenie and seven variants. Oh, yeah, we don't need to read all that stuff. Damn it. 
Looks interesting, but I think I'll just wait and trade that one out down the road. We have a road trip to hell, number one, by Scout Comics. Francis Rhodes has had a life full of hardship, but things get even worse when he learns that his father is Satan himself. Now aware of his heritage, Francis quickly discovers his father has died and named him the new king of hell. The catch? All the damned have escaped from hell. If one of them can kill Francis before he can reach the netherworld himself, that soul will become the new leader of hell. With the demonic legions in pursuit, Francis will need to rely on his own special power to survive, along with an angelic ally sent by God themselves. Hmm. All right. How are we doing on time here? Yeah, we got enough for a few more. We got Rogue State number one by Black Mask Comics. What if a contested presidential election plunged America into turmoil? Oh, I wonder, has that ever happened? <laughs> what if political violence consumed the streets? And what if a raging Supreme Court in a strict interpretation of the Second Amendment, legitimized and deputized all militias, transforming the entire country into a paramilitary police state. That's basically what I said our local cops are turning into. It's like, it's just getting ridiculous out here. What if a freedom fighter emerged from the chaos, raised a civilian army, and carved out a territory across the United States? pushing out police, militias, and National Guard, enforcing its own laws, sovereign? What if Americans refused to be governed in this speculative fiction comic book series ripped from tomorrow's headlines? A mysterious figure named Vaya of Bright Stars will rise from the crisis. But is she a freedom fighter or a terrorist? Either way, her rogue state will not just blaze a path across America, it will also inspire others to raise their own armies, some in solidarity, others in opposition. Rogue state is a genre known as speculative fiction, except that it doesn't seem as speculative anymore. Exactly. That sounds like an interesting one. Santra's, Santra's, Santa's Secret Society Trade Paperback by Dynamite Entertainment. Less than a week before Christmas, Herbert Henry's father has lost his job, and worse, his Christmas cheer. Herbert needs the kind of help only Santa can provide, but as he journeys north to hand-deliver his letter to Santa... Herbert discovers that his power to help others, from busy elves to a stranded snow bear, could be the key to everyone's Merry Christmas. The delight and drama of the journey is nothing compared to the surprise awaiting Herbert Henry upon reaching the House of Claus. 
chaos abounds, Christmas is in jeopardy, and it is down to one industrious little boy, an only slightly helpful dog, and the cast of characters Herbert has helped and befriended on the way to save Christmas. But can Herbert also save his father and his home? I don't know. Is his family at all related to Santa Claus, maybe? Uh, Sarah Lone, number one, by Sumerian Comics. A young woman with a rough past finds herself caught in a destructive spiral again after the brutal murder of her father, the owner of a modest shrimp fishery. Leaving the hot nights of New Orleans, she returns to the countryside to take over the business on her own, despite the ambient hostility around her. She is arrested during her trip back home. A murder was committed in the strip club where she worked, and everything seemed to point to her. Pursued by mafia killers, she passes from police handcuffs to the hands of the Secret Service. Just who is Joy Carruthers? Stage name Sarah Lone? I don't know. That's why you gotta read it. Then we got second place trade paperback. This is by Source Point Press. A family adventures adventure about bodybuilding aliens told like a documentary. What happens when all you fought for seems to slip away? What would you do not to lose or at worst come in second place? There's a giant foot with feet. <laughs> foot with legs and feet. Uh-oh. My mouse is dying. I need to change the batteries. Come on, buddy. You can do it. Stay with me. Stay with me. All right. Since the mouse is dying, I am going to stop it here. Change the battery on that. And I will get back to you. With the next round of comics right after this. Alright, for you Dungeons and Dragons fans and game gaming fans, they got Sherbert RPG dice set by Serious Dice, along with a bunch of other ones, but I like the way I love the way the kind of translucence pink, blues, reds, yellows, all those cool colors mix in on the dice. It's a set that I'm gonna pick up for myself, even though I never get to play games like that, so I should try and get into them, but I just can't. My brain won't let me hold on to things enough to play them the way I want to, although I want to do something with our old school magic style, and I'm going to draw up the plans of how we used to play and see if I could turn that into something also. We have Siren's Gate, number one, by Dynamite Entertainment. Red Hat artist, okay, Shannon Mares. Uh, industry independent, uh, we know Okay, well, you got to give us something here. An aspiring, okay, has never thought of herself as anyone special, for better or worse, 
All that is about to change when a mysterious young man extends an unexpected invitation. Kara is awed at the opportunity to meet with her literary idol, Lady Rose. This unique encounter sparks a series of events, forever thrusting her into a world of the unimaginable. What Tara once assumed to be nothing more than an imagined pages of dark fiction slowly begins to unravel itself as a true reality. That's a good one for the readers out there. Those type of storylines. This one's more my kind of thing. Snow White Zombie Apocalypse Reign of Blood Covered King Number Zero by Scout Comics. Wannabe hero Jack the Giant Slayer lives up to his namesake in this beautifully offbeat prequel story to the twice Ringo Award nominated dark fantasy series Snow White Zombie Apocalypse. Will the beautiful bean magic of a vagrant wizard be enough to save Jack from the machinations of a cunning, ruthless, and soon-to-be undead monarch? Moreover, what the heck happened to Jack's cow after he traded her for a handful of enchanted legumes? I guess I gotta get that, because I got into the Snow White zombie apocalypse, and so I'm going to have to add the prequel. We have Sonic the Hedgehog, Scrapnik Island number one by IDW Publishing. It was a dark and stormy night. Harsh rain from an unnatural storm fell upon Sonic the Hedgehog and Miles Tails Prower as they flew above the sea in the tornado. Lightning strikes, causing the plane to spiral downward into a crash landing on an uncharted island. What Sonic and Tails will soon learn is that the island is no island at all, but the floating remains of the Death Egg. Scrapped, rusted, and malfunctioning badniks call this place home. Can the friends survive isolation on an island of robots programmed to destroy them? Sounds like a fun Fun movie. I went to the last Sonic movie. It was a pretty good time. I could see that being a fun version also for a third movie. We have Soul Fire Core number one by Aspen Entertainment. Aspen Comics' largest and most ambitious release of 2022 is now available in a two part action packed adventure. The hidden world of magic has made its presence known in the conflict above the surface between the blue. The humans and the previously concealed race of the core, one of the greatest decisions of their kingdom stands before them, as the mysterious and deadly from the core have been brought to their realm. Under the watchful eye of grace, now the magical denizen of the Everlands, must decide how to harbor its most deadly and powerful inhabitants. Or inhabitant. A decision that will send shockwaves across the entire Aspen universe. Uh, Of course, it's got variety of covers and stuff. 
Okay, I had to take care of my past here for a second. I believe that was Soulfire Core that we just talked about. They have a Spider Ham, Hollywood Mayhem Ham graphic novel by Graphics. Let's see. Spider Ham didn't. There's. Okay. Spider Ham's spectacular story to the silver screen. There's only one itsy bitsy problem. Spider Ham didn't sell those rights. And Peacock is getting the origin all wrong, making our hero out to be a monstrous menace. Peter Porker uses his daily beagle connections to secure on set credentials where he not not so subtly tries to improve the film's depiction of his alter ego and fix all the continuity errors in the movie. Porker soon discovers that some very shady characters are bankrolling the entire operation. In a bid to convince the residents of New York York City that their porkine porkine porcine or kind protector is a threat who must be eliminated. Will everyone's favorite pig clear his name? Or is this porky protector headed for the cutting room floor? I got Spider-Man Volume 4, number one. By Marvel Comics. The end of the Spider-Verse is here. Morlun is back and he is not alone allied with one of the most powerful beings known to the spider-verse the scariest spider villain of all time is making his biggest play and no spider is safe especially not the chosen spider himself peter parker with peter working for norman osborne and using a glider does he have it coming Uh, I need a swig of water here. Ah, it tastes so good. Nice ice cold water on a hot day when you're sweating. They have a Splatoon weapon collection minifigure blind mystery box by Bandai Shokugung Toy Candy. They have a SpongeBob SquarePants 144 piece bucket of buttons by NMR Distribution. They have a Squishmallows thousand piece puzzle. It just looks all colorful and cute by USAopoly. Oh, that's uh, ongoing. We don't need that. It's a great ongoing. And Stabity Bunny, number 12. I'm not going to read it though because we just check out the newer stuff is what we care about. Once you know about the newer stuff, you can always keep going with the ongoing stuff. We got Star Trek, IDW, Volume 2, Number 1, by IDW Publishing. Now, Star Trek's making a big comeback on Paramount Plus with all their different series and shows. I'm liking all of them except for one. But don't mind me, I gotta let the pain in the butt cat out again. He's gotta go chase them. He wants to eat his dinner, but 
I won't feed him yet, so he's got to be a pain in the butt going in and out and trying to do something else. And then he goes upstairs and he knocks some boxes off the counter. <laughs> he's just being a brat. That's what cats do. But Star Trek, we were talking about. It's Stardate 2378, and Benjamin Sisko has finally returned from the Bajoran wormhole. Omnipotent, but with every minute, his godhood is failing. Sent by the prophets on a mission to the deepest parts of space aboard the USS Theseus, he witnesses the unthinkable. Someone is killing the gods. And only Sisko and his motley crew of Starfleet members from every era of Trek can stop them. From Star Trek... Year 5, duo Jackson, Lansing, and Colin Kelly. Comes IDW's brand new flagship Star Trek ongoing series that goes where no one has gone before. And no one's going to buy it. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I cannot sell Star Trek stuff. People just don't support their things they love, apparently. Star Wars Disney Plus Premiere Collection Obi-Wan Kenobi Statue by Diamond Select. It's pretty badass looking. That Obi-Wan Obi with his lightsaber out, surrounded by flames with the hood on it. It looks cool. And now we got Star Wars High Republic Adventures number one, one shot by Dark Horse Comics. On the ancient world of Angor. Angkord, the Force works in mysterious ways. When a pair of Jedi arrive on the mysterious world seeking ancient artifacts of the Force, they quickly find more than they, I think it's supposed to say they quickly find, not the quickly find, more than they can, they were bargaining for. But just what is the mysterious Echo Stone? And what does its existence mean for the continued survival of all those who call Angord home? You'll have to read it to find out. And we got Star Wars High Republic Volume 2, Number 1 by Marvel Comics. A new chapter begins for Star Wars The High Republic. 150 years... Before the fall of starlight, another beacon burns bright in the galaxy. A beacon of faith and spirituality. Jeddah, the pilgrim moon, the kyber heart. But tensions are rising in the holy city and dark days are to come. Jedi Velder Mac, safe and secure, in who he is and what he could be, arrives as Jeddah's fragile peace begins to crumble. But a nightmare awaits, a nameless terror that will become the stuff of legend. Yeah, cool Star Wars Milestones Mandalorian Boba Fett statue by Diamond Select. Yeah, this... Everybody's going to want these damn things. I want like a half a dozen of them now. Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi animatronic Lola figure by Hasbro. 
And they have Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi Bounty Collection Lola 2-pack figure by Hasbro. They have a cool Star Wars Vintage Collection Jedi Survivors. 3.75 inch multi-pack action figure. And a Star Wars Vintage Collection Rogue One. R2 SHW 3.75 inch action figure, which is cool. The red little R2 style unit. Star Wars Vintage Collection, the Mandalorian Dark Trooper 3.75 inch action figure, and they had tons more that they've been coming out with. So. And I'm going to stop it here and we'll get back to more stuff later. Next up, we got Static Shadows of Dakota, number one, by DC Comics. Static is back. Though Virgil and his friends might have been able to stop the governments of the books, prisons, operation in Dakota, a powerful new threat lurks in the shadows. Sorry, I'm having attacks here all of a sudden. The mysterious Eben is cutting a bloody swath through the underworld on a single-minded quest to find his brother. Against this backdrop of exploding violence, innocent people are finding themselves in the crossfire. Next up, we get Strange Academy Finals, number one. This is by Marvel Comics. Freshman year is almost over. From day one, people have been wondering who is the savior of Strange Academy and who can bring it all down. The future of Marvel magic is going to be decided here, and it will take far more than the Sorcerer Supreme and his school if magic has a chance. I have a Stranger Things Demo, Demo Bat or Demo Bat, 8-inch stylized plush by Bandai America. They also got the Demo Dog. Some freaky looking things. And they got the Demo Gorgon, 8-inch stylized plush. And they also have a Demo Gorgon GID 7-inch vinyl monster figure from Bandai America. Next up, we have Super Trash Clash by IDW Publishing. It's an age-old story. For her birthday, Dull wanted the hottest new video game, but her mom accidentally bought her Super Trash Clash, one of the worst games ever made. But years later, when an older Dull finds a Cartridge in a vintage store, memories come flooding back. Simpler times when she could disappear into electronic worlds or spend hours battling with friends and enemies. And the love and sacrifices that bound her family together. This vivid action-packed graphic novel from Mexican rising star Edgar Camacho is a heartwarming reflection on what gaming means to kids. 
crammed full of Easter eggs and tributes to the games that shaped our culture. It sounds like it could be kind of fun. Um, wondering who this Camacho character is, if he's related to the boxer. If you're in Superman, they have a Superman number one facsimile edition by DC Comics. Then we got Sweetie Candy Vigilante number one by Dynamite Entertainment. This one has a huge description, so I'm not going to give it all, but it's sugar, ice, and you better be nice. Sweetie Candy Vigilante is a honey-dipped, dark humor-infused horror fantasy that tells the tale of Sweetie, an ethereal, ethereal, beautiful, charming, well-meaning, yet unquestionably unhinged, blood relative of the mythological (laughs) Candyman. You know, the dude that takes the sunrise and sprinkles it with dew? Yeah. That guy, dismayed by the blight and decay of her community, Sweetie is hell-bent on enacting a blood-caked, sugar-coated manifesto on society, but by utilizing her otherworldly powers and proprietary family secrets in her quest to make the world a sweeter place. She's starting brick by brick in her hometown, New York City. In issue one, on a snowy, icy night, Sweetie pays a visit to the New York City landmark sweet shop known as the Ice Cream Bunny. Hoping to find its namesake at the helm, to her dismay, she finds the shop transformed from its once sugary splendor to a salty den of iniquity. The once beloved store is now a front for a notorious crime syndicate. And they're not very nice at all. Sweetie uses her captivating persona and unassuming confectionery weapons to tear the place and its gang of thugs limb from limb. As the first step to restoring its former glory. All this while enjoying a dynamic punk rendering of the Archie's pop classic Sugar Sugar on the jukebox. As heads roll literally. It goes on and on and on, and you also get a M, a free MP3 of Sugar Sugar, and I believe they had some other stuff in here, but yeah, it's just, it's definitely worth checking out for a standard cover price, and you get the bonuses, and it's, and the cover alone looks super fun. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. So I will be grabbing on that, onto that one. They have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Compendium, Volume 1, from IDW Publishing. It's got a $150 price tag, so it better have quite a few storylines in here. But it collects issues... From the collection of Mirage Studios, number 1 to 7, and 9 to 14. Oh yeah, there's just all kinds of little segments and 
issues in this one. So if you're a turtle fan, check it out. See if it's some issues that you're missing out on and you, you want to get your hands on. and See if it's worth your money to fork out for that. They also have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle vs. Street Fighter Leonardo vs. Ryu 2-pack figure from Playmates. They also have Michelangelo versus Kung Lee, which is the set I'd want. I love that they put the two best characters from each series together. And then they have some Toon Tumblers, Series 3 with Deadpool. And they have a Miles Morales. These are all, these pint glasses are awesome. They're the perfect drink size, hand size for all your drinking needs. They have a Moon Knight. One and of course they had to throw in the Silver Surfer, which the Silver Surfer is the only one that has a double-sided imagery. Oh no, Deadpool does too. Has some words on one side and then the artwork on the other. Then we have a Transformers, but Best of Grimlock number one, just like we were talking with the that other. I can't remember what it was that I wanted earlier episodes. They had a best of, and they're doing them just like the best of Ninja Turtles runs that they came out with by the same company. So those are decent, nice, decent storybooks with some of the best stories of each character. Then we got a Tubbs, T-U-B-B-Z, Legend of the Rings, Gandalf the Grey, collectible duck from Tubbs. There's also a Street Fighter E Honda collectible duck. And we got Tough Stuff One Shot by Source Point Press. Tough Stuff is a washed out Cretan who spends his days scouring the beach boardwalk for loose drugs. When a string of disasters causes his normal haunts to be destroyed, he sets out on a quest for retribution. His goal? To save spring break. It's for fans of cheesy 80s and 90s B-action movies and cats. This looks kind of fun. It's got the cat that's just kicking the crap out of people on the cover. And he's standing there all decked out with his head wrap and his 80s glasses. And an Uzi in hand. So, <laughs> and it's a one shot, so I'll pick it up. It looks too fun to pass up on if you missed out on twig they have the twig trade paperback badge image comics that was a very fun wonderfully drawn scotty young comic uh it's just it was i mean i'm still i'm in the middle of it so i still got a couple issues but it's been a blast then we got unbreakable red sonia number one this is by dynamite entertainment as we head towards the 50th anniversary of the She-Devil with a Sword in 2023, Dynamite Entertainment is proud to present a sweeping story of sword and sorcery and high adventure by writer Jim Zub and artist Giovanni Valletta. In this debut issue, Red Sonia carries a hazy vision that lurks just out of the reach in just out of reach in her memories. The answer to the mysterious moment will unlock a journey of forbidden magic 
and searing steel as Sonia's past and present collide in a quest beyond anything our scarlet-haired hero has faced before. They have a Universal Monsters versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle April as the Bride of Frankenstein 7-inch action figure, which has a bunch of cool accessories and an extra head to go with it. Then they have the Unprepped Trade Paperback by Antarctic Press. It collects Unprepped number one to five if you missed out on it. The natural disaster thing, the apocalypse, people getting ready for it, having a everything go haywire. It's one I wanted to read, but we'll see. We have Valiant Classics Collection Ninjak, the Seventh Dragon, trade paperback by Valiant Entertainment. Our next Valiant Classics collection is here with Ninjak, the seventh dragon starring Colin King. Gifted with a brilliant mind and lethal lethal training, Ninjak attempts to bring down a cavalcade of covert agents and criminal cartels, including his greatest nemesis, Dr. Silk, featuring all-time classic contributions from Comics All-Stars. hoping for a little more description on that one. Then they have Vampire Verses. They have limited signed editions of number 1, 2, and 3. It's of 12. So it's like you're missing out on 9 issues. I don't know if they're going to do 3 per month or something like that or what the plan is. We'll have to see. There's a Vampirella Mind War. Oh, no, that's number two of that. That's one we talked about last month that I can't wait to check out. The hippy-dippy Vampirella story. And then we have... Or do we? Yeah, there we go. W. The Whore. (laughs) Hardcover by New York Review Comics. Soon after the fall of, Berlin, of the Berlin Wall, the West German-born Katrin de Vries read a magazine featuring the drawings of East German-born Anke Fochtenberger. <laughs> de Vries wrote to ask Fochtenberger if she might want to collaborate, and together they've produced some of the most striking German comics of the last 30 years, most notably W. The Whore. Collected here in English for the first time, W. The Horror presents the shared vision of De Vries and Fachtenberger at its most ambitious, the titty, titular, titty, tit, titular heroine, W. The Horror, <laughs> drawn in a shifting guise by Fachtenberger, navigates the tedious rituals of womanhood the unsettling mysteries of male desire, and the strangeness of motherhood, all while moving through a familiar but hostile everyday landscape of houses, factories, rail yards, and other ominous structures. That's something different. 
Yeah, Wakanda, number one by Marvel Comics. The Black Panther is no longer welcome welcome in Wakanda. Who is this proud nation without its king? This exciting new miniseries answers that question, as each issue spotlights a different fan-favorite Wakanda character. First up, Shuri proves that being without the Black Panther doesn't mean Wakanda is without heroes to protect it, and that there is a reason she too once wielded the power. Plus, part of the history of the Black Panthers, backup story, providing for the first time anywhere a definitive overview of every Wakandan who has ever held the mantle of the Black Panther. I didn't realize there were that. I mean, I understand the past ones and stuff, but I didn't know that we've been hearing from Wakanda that long, so I didn't know how many, how long they needed to have the Black Panther as a hero, but I got someone staring at the doorway, so I am going to have to let him in, and then I'll yeah, I can stop it there, and then I'll get back with the last portion right after this. So we'll be right back. Okay, let's finish up this month's catalog. Starting off with There's a War Goddess Catfight bag set of five comics from Boundless Comics. There is a cool watercolors RPG dice set for any gamers out there by Sirius Dice with some cool marbleized style blues and pinks and purples and greens and all kinds of cool colors. I wouldn't mind a set of those even though I don't play anymore. Then we got Who is the Man in the Air? Michael Jordan graphic novel by Penguin Workshop. Back when when the rare basketball players, the rare greats, stood the test of time. Explore the relentless grit of Michael Jordan as he powers through a mysterious illness in Game 5 of the 1997 NBA Finals against the Utah Jazz, infamously known as the Flu Game. The story of athleticism, willpower, and triumph. This graphic novel invites readers to immerse themselves into the unyielding drive of the one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Brought to life by a gripping narrative and vivid full-color illustrations that jump off the pages. That's a bummer. I really wish they went to start with that storyline. I wish they would have started with the earlier parts of his career, his highlights and stuff, and where he came from, what got him to be, and instead they show the flu game. I don't know. I think they're just doing that for some pop, and then they're going to go back with storylines, whereas they should have just started with the earlier storylines to begin with. The man was great. And his whole life history would be enjoyable to hear and listen to and learn about him. Find out what made the man who he was. We have Who Will Make the Pancakes 
Five Stories by Fantagraphics. A suite of five brilliant comic stories united by themes of motherhood, family, and love by the acclaimed cartoonist Megan Kelso. Exploring the connective tissue that binds us together despite our individual interior experience, these stories created over the past 15 years wrestle with the concept of motherhood and the way the experience informs and impacts concepts of identity, racism, class, love, and even abuse. Taken collectively, who will make the pancakes showcases Kelso's unique voice in graphic fiction. Then we got Wild Bullets Homicide for Holidays trade paperback by SourcePoint Press. This year, be thankful your family is slightly less homicidal than the Bullet family, since each of the Bullet siblings grew up to be a different kind of pulp adventurer, a detective, an archaeologist, a mad scientist, and a monster hunter. When they, when they take turns telling the story, a different artist takes over in different styles and genre. So these holiday-themed murder mysteries explode into an epic pulp mashup of crime, science fiction, horror, and adventure. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, how will the Bullet family save themselves from the enemies and each other? No spoilers, but their solution involves gunfire. Lots of it, so give the Bullet family a shot before it's too late. Ready, aim, fire. And then we got Witch's Throne is where we should be. We should be looking at Halloween-themed stuff, not this Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's stuff. It's a little too early for that yet. Let's stick with the Halloween. And we got Witch's Throne graphic novel by Andrews McNeil Publishing. The Witch's Throne, based on the Hit Tapes webcomic, is a riotous, action-packed graphic novel epic that blends fantasy, comedy, manga, and a love of RPG adventure stories. Elves, orcs, dragons. When optimistic young alchemist Agni embarks on a quest to become one of the sacred heroes sent to slay the witch... She expects to save the world and maybe make some friends along the way. But she soon realizes nothing is as straightforward as in her childhood stories. And becoming a hero may come at a horrible cost. <laughs> and we got World of Archie Jumbo Comics Digest. I knew we couldn't be done with Archie yet. And this is by Archie Comics. This is number 124, and it's got two brand new stories. First, in more doom and gloom, Archie can't shake the feeling that something strange is happening in Riverdale after he and Jughead come across a mysterious lab in the woods. Then it hits Archie. He remembers that the lab from childhood, it belongs to the evil mad Doctor Doom. 
He also remembers the two children who foiled his plan for world domination in the past. But will they, they be able to stop him this time? Then, in the Power Pets return, Reggie's dog Vader has noticed that while the super teens often work together, evil heart Reggie enjoys playing practical jokes on pure heart Archie. Trying to steer Reggie in the right direction, Vader enlists the other power pets to help him prevent these practical jokes once and for all. Yeah, I don't think I'll be jumping on that one. I got so many other Archie ones that I'm getting this Halloween, so. Gotta be picky a little bit. We got World of Betty and Veronica Jumbo Comics Digest, number 19. By Archie Comics. Got a brand new story. Frightful Face-Off. It's Halloween night and Sabrina is on her guard. Expecting her foe Amber Nightstone to return. As she heads to, to a Halloween party. She keeps thinking every red. Every red thing she sees is Amber. Even though she knows that Amber has already been dealt with. But why does she still have the strangest feeling that Amber's nearby? Probably because she is. She's probably trapped in some type of amber-colored item. We have Year Zero, Volume 1, Number Zero, or Number, Volume Zero, Number 1 of 5, by Artist, Writist, and Artisan. In this action-packed prelude to the hit series, acclaimed horror writer Daniel Krauss unveils four globe-spanning tales from the earliest days of the zombie apocalypse, when even the wildest rumors couldn't measure up to the horrors to come. A streetwise Russian cop patrols the back alleys of the opportunistic black market that emerges in response to the crisis. A North Korean soldier observes strange happenings on the DMZ. An ER nurse in the rural south fights to protect her hospital from threats without and within. And a transgender flight attendant who has observed disturbing clues as she crisscrosses the globe keeps a wary eye on the passengers in seat 23C. That whole overall storyline is one that I do want to read eventually if I don't get on it now. They have a U2's Poppy Playtime Huggy Wuggy Vinyl figure from U2's Incorporated. He's just a freaky looking monster character. <laughs> He's cool looking. And then they have a Xenoscope Collector Cover Checklist 2021 edition from Xenoscope Entertainment. Never miss a cover again. Do you love collecting all the limited edition covers that Xenoscope releases? Are you tired of not knowing if you have a hole in your collection and not knowing how to fill it? Look no further than the Xenoscope Entertainment 2021 Collectible Cover Checklist. <laughs> Book the ultimate guide in Xenoscope collectibles. I mean, that's pretty bad. I mean, they have so many freaking covers. <laughs> That's how they have a checklist for people that actually want to buy all those covers. I mean, the story is the same behind every cover. 
you're better off just getting the trade paperback versions and seeing all the covers in there or something. But Wow. Then there's Zorro, Century of Swashbuckling, number one, by American Mythology. Celebrate 100 plus years of the original swashbuckling hero, Zorro, with a one of a kind must have collector's edition. We are proud to deliver a comic that brings the amazing illustrated visionaries that made Zorro a household name together in the ultimate Zorro pinup gallery. Zorro, a century of swashbuckling, collects the most incredible historic comic covers. Okay, so you're getting all kinds of covers from all kinds of characters, including some greats like Alex Toth, Frank Miller, Adam Hughes, George Perez. I mean, there's just, you're going to have a lot of awesome artwork in there, but you should at least give them a little story also. Uh, yeah. So if you're a lover of Zorro, grab hold of that for your collection. And that will be it for this month's catalog. So I am going to end it there. And we'll get back to you again another day with another episode of something from Under the Cull podcast. Under the Cull of MS podcast. <laughs> And we'll talk to you again soon. So rate, review, tell a friend, subscribe. And have a great day and enjoy your shopping.